Hi everyone, welcome to Mabuhay Maxima. This is MR, your host. And for today, we will be talking about slow living and incorporating creativity into it. With me is a self-taught illustrator and she's also a freelance creative. She is the mastermind behind Slow Folks PH. All the way from Paranaque, with me is Miss Kat. Hi Kat, how are you? Hi MR, I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm like super excited to be here. Actually, I'm excited and nervous. So yeah, <laughs> generally more excited. Well, thank you so much for accepting the invitation. We finally had our schedule. <laughs> After so many NRE schedules, we're here. Yay. Yeah, yeah, finally. So, are you just at home at this time or do you go to work at an office? How is life mm-hmm. with you today? Um, I'm actually, I've been doing freelance work now for like a year. So I usually just stay at home uh, most of the days, especially now um, mm-hmm. that there's a pandemic. So actually everything fell into place. I think like it was so timely that, you know, I work now at home because it's really like safer and, you know, it's a requirement. So, yeah. Oh, look, good for you. Lucky you, actually, that you were able to adjust before the pandemic actually started. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for your freelance work, is it directly related to slow folks or is it a different one? Um, Actually, I, I started my freelance work doing brand and marketing. So I did that for quite some time with slow folks on the side. Um, but during this pandemic... I think a lot of people resonated more with my work. So I was able to actually do Slow Folks um, more full-time. So I do Slow Folks now more full-time. But prior to the pandemic, it was a mixture of other things as well. Awesome. That's good. At least at this time, you were one of the few blessed people who were able to pursue their passion more, well, if it's more their time is more into it now they're doing it full-time so i'm happy for you yeah i always tell my friends that um i'm very very grateful um to be where i am during this time um because a lot of people are really um having a hard time adjusting to everything Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are you know placed in a not as ideal situation as I am. So I always take it as a, you know, uh, an opportunity to be grateful talaga because, yeah, I, I, I was placed in a circumstance that was ideal for me in this very moment. Yeah, like really super lucky, really happy for you that the transition is not really that hard. I, yeah. I think you just had to stay at home more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I I how I wish I could like share this like um fortunate um circumstance with everyone. Well I think um working from home, a lot of people already realized the benefits of it. So I think it was just a matter of time before a lot of people would transition to WFH and I guess Lang that you are one of the first few. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Right, and you, well, you are doing slow folks, uh, well, almost full-time now. Can you tell us more about the concept of slow folks PH? Yeah, so slow folks is actually partly a brand I created and partly my persona as an illustrator. Um, mm-hmm. It's me sharing like my life's journey into you know living slow through my art and a few other products small batch products that I work on and so um it's it's me sharing how I aspire to live my life um so it's both my truth and the life I aspire to live so it's not really where I am right now but where I want to be and I, I do it actually more for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I do it as a reminder to myself to actually, you know, take a break, to just pause. But I realized that a lot of people can relate with me and actually um, yearn for that same pause that I've been 
um, searching for for a very long time. And so that's why I think um, through sharing what I do, people actually connect with me and the work that I do. So, yeah. Awesome. So from what I understand, um, slow living in general, the lifestyle that you aim to achieve, Mm-hmm. Is it is it like the direct opposite of the hustle life? When, uh, uh, when you hustle, you want to do everything now, today, don't waste time so that you can retire early, have a lot of money early and all that beautiful jazz. So slow living is like taking it slow, taking a break. What What is it about slow living? Actually... I wouldn't say that it's the direct opposite, right, but right. I think it's more of giving um, emphasis on what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, slow living to me is actually just being more mindful of your choices in general. Okay. Um, I forget I forget who said this, but I think I I, I heard it from a TED talk. I watch a lot of TED talks, but. Um, Someone said that people tend to forget on how to be human beings because mm. we're focused on human doings, meaning we don't let ourselves be who we truly are um, and, you know, reach our own potentials because we tend to be so consumed by what we have to do or about um, how society judges us or how we can fit in. Um, so we are worried about the things that, we have to be or we shouldn't be instead of worrying where we should be at this very moment. And, um, you know, we usually define like happiness or success ganyan, through the speed of how fast we actually achieve it. Right. Um, the touch of why we want it or why we need it or why is it really that important? And to me, I think, you know, when we move super fast, mm-hmm. we forget over the moment and, you know, appreciate the little things or, you know, to take time to understand ourselves, like, better or, you know, make better decisions in general. Right. But when we we give ourselves, like, room to breathe or, like, time to allow ourselves to be more grounded and more authentically us. So I think it's really different from it being not hustling. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the direct opposite of hustling. But instead, I think it's being just more intentional or being more present as to where you are and knowing what matters to you the most. Right, right. So... It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, um, uh, from... Okay, let's see if I get it correctly. So slow living is more of not just taking a rest or taking a break or taking it slow per se. It's more of like thinking before you're doing, making sure that every action is um, related to what uh, defines you as a person. Am mm, I... I don't think it's thinking. Be- yes, it's thinking before you're doing mm-hmm. it. But I think it's more of... Um, opening your mind and accepting right. um, things um, before you actually do it, if that makes a difference. <laughs> hmm. um, would you mind citing an example wherein you were able to uh, exercise that notion that you have to be mindful just to give us an idea of how slow living is different from well, what most people do usually. Okay. Um, being more mindful, for example, is like when we're at work and we worry about like what we have to do tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, we tend to focus our actions today um, based on what we want to achieve tomorrow okay. instead of focusing on what's in front of us so um maybe for example um you have a problem today okay you have to push that aside because you forget that that is what you need to address today and instead Mm -hmm. you 
prioritize, I think, what that problem is that you think will happen tomorrow. It hasn't even happened. And you're already, like, so crazily worried about it. And so, I don't know if you experienced that, but for me, I used to work in um, the corporate world. And Uh that happens to me a lot. So, I started questioning, like, what is the point of um, moving at this such fast pace? Like, why am I even doing it, you know? And I think that's why I decided to kind of change my mindset as to how I um, tackle life. And that's how I came about, like, appreciating slow living more. Nice. Um. So it's like more of like I have this task at hand, but you couldn't concentrate on that task at hand because you're thinking of, oh my God, tomorrow I also have to do this and that and that and that and ganon. Tama ba? Yeah, um, that's one uh, way to look at it. It can also mm-hmm. be like um, like ha- who you want to be, right? Um, mm-hmm. or as a person. And so, for example, you want to be, oh, uh, I want to be this successfully rich person. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, you're so consumed by, oh, yeah, I'm going to work, 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 work. I reach that success or, you know, I, I become the VP or, you know, the president of my company mm-hmm. or whatever. And you forget about yourself. You forget about your relationships. You forget about yeah. the world that you're living in because you get so consumed by worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. And so I think slow living is just an invitation to actually just try to worry about what is now. Or not really worry, but try to observe um, what is happening now. Um, Not necessarily to lose focus of your goal, but to find um, alternatives as to how you can be present today and achieve your goal tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see so yun nga, it's like being more present in the now because yeah. like the future is well let's is really so uncertain that even if you try really hard to achieve that specific kind of future that you want it's not still 100% sure na yun pa rin yun so might as well cherish the now while, and cause when tomorrow happens, hindi mo na mababalik yung now na sana na cherish mo. Yeah, and, and you spend your time like um, I think dwelling on the past and we're right, yeah. So parang if you just live in today, like you're today, Mm-mm. then I don't think you'll have as much regret as you do tomorrow. And so, and I think that's what people actually forget sometimes. What we decide so, or we react so automatically instead of doing things like intentionally. Right. I see. So, previously, uh, previously you have been uh, like the general public now we just move and move towards that goal. What was your turning point that made you realize that, you know what, I don't want this kind of lifestyle anymore. I want mm-hmm. to be, to make a different course. What was your turning point? Well, actually, I I was sort of in the middle of a crossroad in life. I don't think it's a certain... Oh. No, naman, not like a major crossroad. But I don't think it's a certain point um, or a turning point specifically. It was a gradual um, thing for me because um, I've, I, I worked my butt off for like eight years of my life. Um, oh. In okay. fashion, which is so ironic, right? Um, but I was working a corporate job. I was doing marketing and brand, and 
I was living, you know, in a condo in a big city doing what big city girls would do. <laughs> Which was like, you know, your free time was like for drinking, for brunch on weekends, dinner, shopping, ganyan, you know, the, yeah. the typical city girl, ganyan. And uh-huh. I feel like life was just moving so, 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 so fast. Like... Like, for no reason, days just became shorter and shorter. And Mm-mm. I reached a point where I started, I think, questioning myself. Like, why do I even have to move in that pace? And why do I have to work so hard and dedicate 70% of, you know, my everyday to something that really I feel does not contribute to my happiness or even the world? So. You know, like, okay. why do you spend, like, all those, um, all your money on, like, material things when, you know, they just give you, like, a temporary high? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people resonate with those same questions. And so, I started, like, yearning for, like, that pause nga, that I thought at that time I really couldn't afford. Like, akala ko, like, if I slow down... Um, like this fast moving train will like leave me behind, you know. So I I I just took a pause, talaga, and gradually adjusted the way I live. So I like um cut down my impulse buys. I started to live like a simpler life, and I started. I even stopped like eating red meat. I started composting, maginyan, <laughs> like just. Things to really slow down and you know like yoga meditation all those things i really try them out just so i can take a break from moving too fast and eventually i left like my job and um i moved back with my parents and i wanted to really rewrite my life's um narrative and just to find the answers to <laughs> those questions and so Mm-mm. Again, I really don't think it's one um one turning point, but rather a culmination of how I was living my life. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, so and I think that's why people feel burnt out also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are all moving so fast. Um so I just wanted to try it out and I think generally it worked for me and yeah I, I I feel like people also crave for the same or worry about the same things I used to worry about mm-hmm. I see okay so how long ago was that uh, a year ago so more than a year ago like so late last so that's why you were working from home since late last year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. How? How did you? Um. Excuse me if it's personal. If you don't want to answer it, you can just cut this part off. But how did you break it to your parents that? you're going to move back and quit everything and just, you know, start this new lifestyle? Um, Actually, it wasn't too, I don't know, man. It wasn't so, such a surprise to my parents mm-hmm. because I started to do naman other work before I even moved back. So they kind of know, like, I, I, was planning on other things um, even before I left. Of course, they were, like, questioning me, like, oh, why why did you leave your job? Your job was, like, so perfect for you. And, oh, <laughs> um, but I think they understood where I'm coming from. And um, I guess I'm also fortunate that my parents are not dependent of me. So it really did not... Um, it really did not matter, I guess, financially or um, socially to them that I was moving back. So, yeah, it wasn't naman so hard. I mean, it wasn't like 
uh, a big deal, I guess. Or maybe I don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see. And from the usual, say, 9 to 5 of the former cat from the big city life, mm-hmm. How often do you work now as a freelance creator? Funnily, um, during the quarantine, um, I work a lot. Talaga. Like, oh. I was telling um, one of my friends that, you know, here I am talking about slow living. And here I am working from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep. That's like how much I used to work during the quarantine. Uh, right, right. But I then realized that because everything was new to me, I mean, I wasn't new to, um, you know, getting clients or um, getting as much um, orders from my shop as I used to. Because the quarantine, parang they all um, fell into place. And so I was really, really busy. And I do this alone. So I do everything. So... Um, I, I realized that um, I wasn't choosing my battles wisely, meaning I really didn't have to say yes to all the projects, but I felt like I, I wanted to. And so I mm-hmm. hurt myself. So I think last October, last month, I decided oh. to take a break. So I, I didn't accept any you know, commissions and I just paused. So... Uh, I've been working on some personal um, projects, so I'm I'm actually pretty well, I know, re- relaxed, <laughs> right? Awesome. Yeah, so I feel like I worked super, super hard during the past months that I really needed to take a break because it was really a crazy time. And I think through when when you're placed in a situation of change, talaga. Um, really challenged to um, adapt to it. So, yeah. But, I mean, it was a very good problem because, I mean, you know, I have work, so that's good, right? Right. (laughs) I also realized that, you know, it wasn't what I stand for, so I really needed to step back and, you know, let things um, take its own, you know, (laughs) course. Right, right. So, from since October up until now, you were on break. Mm, how? Well, on break meaning I wasn't accepting commissions, but my my shop is still open. I still have a few projects, but I'm just not working, I guess, as hard <laughs> as I used to in the past months. Oh, I see. But when you get back and through accepting clients. Uh, how have you decided on how will you still be able to incorporate your slow living lifestyle while still accepting life? Yeah, um, I think it's a matter of just learning to say no because I used to say yes to everything. Because yeah, it's everything is new to me, and I didn't want to um feel like I'm letting people down or I'm being like. I guess, um, choosy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I realized, oh, I'm just not practicing, like, um, proper, or I'm not valuing the work that I do by doing that. So I, I decided to really choose um, the projects that I work on more carefully um, and not pack myself. Um, I also feel to say, like, Especially if the client is business related, meaning it's for their business, uh, I, fe- I I I I feel that they're in a hurry, and so I have to be in a hurry. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. and so yeah, I think it's just really learning to say no and managing um, the time or the expectations of the clients I work with. Right. Learning how to say no. I think a lot of people, honestly, me included, struggle with that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Filipino thing then, kasi, to, you know, like, 
oh yeah, okay, kaya yan. Or, you know, like, it's it's parang the hiya factor. Um, but I learned from my other friends nga na, na you really have to say no because you can't work it's also unfair. Actually, that's what I realized also. It's also unfair to do clients because if you're not fully into it, then you won't be as creatively um, productive. Hmm, that's true. That's true. Especially from what I understand, the work that you do as a creative is also resonating with slow living, the designs and color schemes and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I incorporate slow living into my designs. Well, I aesthetically I think my work naman really feels very slow. I think it looks raw and it's um it's a mood that people feel talaga when they see it. But in my process, um I think that I do my work intentionally. I don't want to do designs just because wala lang, I guess. Mm-mm. I always have like a theme in mind or a reminder that I want for myself or something that I feel people need to see at the moment. Like for example, um, I, I, I'm not sure if you've gone through my pieces but they all have a description um, on my site and they are the reminder that I want people to remember. And so I do my work intentionally. I I I choose talaga what I want to put out there or what I want people to um to see mm-hmm. and that way that is a way of practicing slow living um and another is that I always choose um materials or I work with um people that uh, contribute to the slow living. I think that also is for the earth and tips mm-hmm. and for community. And so I also incorporate that in my work. So like Konyara, my paper, they're all made from recycled fibers or eco-friendly fibers or like I don't pack my things in excessive packaging mm-hmm. or I work with um, artisans or local suppliers, or at least I try my best to work um, along those lines, just so um, I can practice low living, not just for myself, but, you know, for everyone else around me. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen your shop and your site like you do art prints and what I really find interesting is that you your designs are also turned into scarves like the it's yeah. like satin like scarves and it's really soft and it's really nice and like it's like you want to lay down on it and just <laughs> yeah, I actually don't um like, people ask me kasi, like, oh, are you gonna make stickers? Are you gonna make um, calendars? Mm-hmm. Like those. And I always tell people that, although I appreciate it um, from other people, I just don't want to make pieces that people will dispose of or throw away. Because I think as part of slow living, I think uh-huh. that um, I want to encourage people to purchase things that they actually will keep for a long time or will use repeatedly or um, things they feel like are really part of them and not something that we buy because it's cute. If that makes yeah, sense. Right, right. Does the scarves. I always wondered. So like, scarves. Yeah. Wow. Like for the scarf, for example, I feel like that's why I call them satin wraps because I feel mm-hmm. like um, it's something you can use for so many things. Um, you can use it as a top, as a decor in your home, as a um, bag, as a scarf, as something to wrap your gifts in, um, and things like those. And so I want them to keep those things um, or use them as much as they could. I don't want it to be like, uh, like for example, um, clothes. Um mm-hmm. 
we have a lot of clothes, more than yeah. what we need. I mean, we're all guilty of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I actually try to stay away from things like those um, just because I, I want it to be a reminder to people yun nga, to actually like value even their material things uh, because we we live in the world where I think we consume so much. Mm-mm. And yeah. And I mean, I get it. It's not really the ideal business model um, because, syempre, when you run a business, you want people to uh, keep, keep on buying it. again and again. Yeah. I mean, as a person who worked in fast fashion, that's like the life I lived in. And I really... There were days where I resented what I do because I feel like I was part of like a problem in the world. <laughs> that- Oh, oh, you're yeah. like contributing yeah. to this giant problem. You're making it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm um, encouraging people to uh, buy more or right. uh, to like compare myself to like all these influencers or these celebrities and like that I need that item. When in fact, when you reflect on yourself, um, when when you reflect on it, you don't really need it. <laughs> um, it's not something that means a lot to you or it's not something that you truly, truly resonate with. It's just you um, comparing your life or yourself to someone else. And that's really not, again, the life I now see myself living. Right, right. You know, that's so true that um, we are exposed to so much media, data, um, comparison that when you even take a step back and think like, is this what I really want? Is this the one? Is this the thing that resonates with me as a person? Even though it's a so it's a simple question, it's really hard to answer because you see a lot of things and you realize that you you don't know what you really truly want anymore. Yeah, you get so confused. Or parang you want it now, but is it really mm-hmm. you'll want tomorrow? Maybe not, right? And right, right. And, and I mean, I'm still so I'm still guilty of it. Like when I see like something on social media and be like. Oh my gosh, this is such a cute, like, say, um, outfit or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, gosh, I really want it. But then, you know, you look at it and be like, um, no, na, diba? Parang, it's maybe tomorrow it's not something that I'll actually use, or am I really, will it benefit me um, in any way besides that? Um, temporary high that I'm about to get by buying that item. Right, right. That's like so true. Like the world is so fast that the only time we have is to stop and take a temporary high and hope that it will carry out until the next time that we stop again and take another temporary high. Yes. And I mean, it's okay to, 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 um, I guess indulge in our temporary highs from time to time, but I think we collectively as people we started to live in a world of temporary highs. Parang there's no yeah. joy but the temporary highs, and I think that's what I want to eliminate in my personal life. And I hope um people also feel the same way and realize that I think a lot of people would like to live that life wherein they don't feel pressure that they have to do this they have to do that or else this or else that yeah and but again it's it's there's always that struggle to let actually let go um it's like being in a toxic relationship, you know, like you know, it's bad for you, but you 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 don't have the heart to let go. Like at, like at the back of your mind, you're hoping and praying that it will get better. I guess that's the same with living fast. Like at the back yeah. of your mind, you're hoping that and praying that all of the hard work and fast living will be fruitful in the end. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. And I think that that's also... I mean, I'm, I'm also in that struggle as everyone else. It's just that I think um, I always have uh, something to return to, Mm-mm. which is ideals. I mean, you can always go astray, but you always have something to return to. And I think if you don't accept the fact that you're living in a temporary high, then you don't have anything to return to. You'll just go down deeper into that rabbit hole, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it really does. Like, well, you you said yourself that so- sometimes you do still struggle with it. What are, do you have those little actions that you do to keep you back on track in a day? Like, what are those little practices that you do that when you realize that you need to stop uh, and rest or wh- or whatever that is, you're doing at the moment that's really not um, resonating with slow living. What are the little practices that you do to remind yourself that you should think things slow? Well, for one, I usually make it a habit talaga to meditate. I mean, mm-hmm. it's difficult, especially for me, because I used to live nga such a fast life. I think that really taking the time to not think of anything, it's really, really difficult. And I, I still am working on it, but I continuously try to do it. And so by meditating, I think it reminds me of um, really slowing down. As in literally, to meditate, it's literally yeah. to slow, to take a pause. And so I really do it every day. Um, I also try to channel my reminders through my art. So mm-hmm. whatever it is that I'm feeling in the moment, I really do try to create something out of it and um i keep in mind a few questions um Mm -hmm. especially i think it usually happens to us when we're buying something right we're we're consuming something um either it's through social media i mean consuming information is it consuming um people's energy even Mm -hmm. um consuming material things um, I just keep a few questions in mind, like, why do I need it? Why am I doing it? And um, what what will it bring me, I think, are the few questions I keep in mind. And so yeah. I don't have an answer to those things. <laughs> I literally just let it go and stop. And, you know, yeah. because it's really unimportant. Yeah. Um, but Again, I think we all have to also be kind to ourselves and Mm-mm. be accepting of our weaknesses and work towards uh, improving, I guess, or growing. Um, yeah, so those are the things that I really do to to remind myself <laughs> to live slow. Yeah, because I think why, why you're doing it is more of like... Um, Sometimes you act because you're feeling a certain way, right? Right, right. I'm sad. I will <laughs> eat so much or I'm stressed. I will buy all of those things. And sometimes we just have to look into ourselves and find, um, understand ourselves better. And because when you know the, the cause of your problem, then maybe you can find a better solution than, again, those temporary highs. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right, right. It does. So it's like when you answer those questions, you realize that a temporary high is, well, just a temporary high. That it will just, well, last until for so long. But then the problem or whatever that you're feeling because of that, that caused you to do that temporary high will just come back and the cycle will be all over and over and over again and not going to happen correct right right and you mentioned earlier that you meditate at least once a day 
yeah. for those who have never tried meditation a day in their life, how do you actually meditate? Well, there are different ways to meditate, but I think the easiest way is to focus on your breathing. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you just have to take time, Got five minutes. Me, I just do it for five minutes every morning before I wake up. You can do it while you're lying down as long as you don't fall asleep. <laughs> Preferably seated, but again, if you want to lie down, sure. Just don't hit the snooze button or something. <laughs> but yeah, just take your time to close your eyes and clear your mind of um, your thoughts. And it's easier said than done. It's really, really difficult <laughs> to clear your mind of thoughts. That's why um, I think in meditation, breathing is a common technique uh, wherein you breathe and you count while breathing. So you breathe in, like, for example, four seconds in and four seconds out. And so whenever your mind floats or wanders off to something else, just go back to that breathing. And, um, you know, like, kunyari, you think of, oh, what am I going to do nga pa today? <laughs> right? That's a uh-huh. thought, right? And so you go back to breathing, like, one, two, three, four. And so you clear your mind of those thoughts. And you can just try. I mean, it's really a work in progress. I mean, people who do it really well can meditate for hours. I mean, I couldn't. Um, But I think that slow living is always like a constant learning curve or a constant um, channel to grow. It's not like Mm -hmm. we have to do it perfectly now. And and, yeah, we just have to try. I think trying is... Um, really, the keyword. <laughs> trying, yes. yeah. So if like, you haven't meditated before, I think you can always try, and um, even like the shortest time. And I think you, um, the difference. Um, I I forgot also which again TED Talk this was, but someone was saying that he teaches people to be mindful or to meditate for 30 seconds. And the way he does it um, is you're supposed to name an item that you can see at the moment and you just say what it is. Like, for example, um, this is a phone. And you're supposed Mm -hmm. to breathe in and breathe out. And choose another item. This is a paper. And breathe in and breathe out. And I think things like those, I mean, it sounds really um, crazy or parang useless. But I think... Uh, yeah, it does sort of. <laughs> those little pauses, I think, gives your, your breath to recuperate, your mind to sort itself. And you think clearer, I think. Um, after but I also know like some people um, who tried meditating and feel like oh nothing happened or and that's okay but again the key word is to try you'll never know yeah you have to try <laughs> have you tried it meditating I am like one of those people that you mentioned. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but they do keep on saying that it has really good benefits, and that I'm. I sometimes think maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes like um, I even think like, diba, Like in Filipino, it's tulala, diba? So, like if sometimes tulalaka, it's some sort of meditation, right? Because like you really take time to not think of anything because you're like, wow, I'm so lost. <laughs> That's why it happens because I feel like your brain is telling you to, hey, 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 stop thinking. Ah. Right? So, like it's a, it's a parang a knee-jerk reaction of your brain. Like, oh, oh I'm so like, I'm so overloaded. Like, just take a break. So, natutulala I guess. I mean, if, oh. if you're not a believer of meditating. I like how you mentioned Tulala. It also gives the concept of positive light. Like, for example, if sometimes uh, when you 
after you get dazed out, you realize that, what was that? <laughs> Sometimes being together is connected to what, um, no brain activity. Yeah. And, uh, uh, well, to be colloq- um what's a nice way of saying it? It's like, yung pagtulala ka, forgive the word, well, hindi ka matalino. Parang gano'n. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's parang, I think, you know how your body tells you something when something is wrong, diba? Like, for example, mm-hmm. when you eat too much, you get fat. Or, right, when right. you check your phone too often, your eyes hurt, diba? Mm-hmm. Maybe, in a way, <laughs> when your brain is overloaded, you get dazed out because your brain is no longer um, willing to function in that very <laughs> and so I guess meditation I mean if you're not a believer of meditation I guess how I would say is that it's an intentional version of being dazed out or being tulala diba? you intend it so that it doesn't happen at a time when you need your brain the most <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. at least now I like how you said that like, at least now when I see someone that's well, tulala, yeah. the first thing that I'll think of is like, oh, her brain is tired. <laughs> interesting time. <laughs> it, it sort of became sweet, <laughs> the concept of tulala. I don't think... I don't... It does make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. But it makes a lot of sense. I don't know what I thought, but then... <laughs> Parang, yeah, baka nga it's your brain's way of telling you to, hey, stop, or let's take a break because you're not taking any breaks. <laughs> yeah. But when you're, when you're super busy or, like, when you have so much to do, um, you tend to break down or you tend to have Mm-mm. pockets na parang, ay, diba? Na, like... Right, right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because you didn't take a break or you need to slow down talaga. Mm-mm. Gosh, I it suddenly feels so important that um <laughs> just li- at least little by little, like yeah, I think they're the working class, people like us should like incorporate little by little, slow living, yeah. at least through meditation or that 30 seconds or 5 minutes if, yeah. if you would allow yourself to some have people, it. Some people, like if you're a commuter, for example, like most of us, mm-hmm. when we ride, for example, a public transport, we tend to check on our phones, let me on the bar, right? You mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever, your Instagram and maybe instead of doing so, you can exchange it for a time of peace. Because I think that more than, like, our physical world, social media actually is more busy pa than our real life, diba? That it causes us <laughs> so much, so much stress. I mean, I'm not a, a really big fan of social media because of it. I think it causes a lot of anxiety, um, and I'm not a very anxious person, by the way, but social media brings in a different kind of anxiety. So, um, yeah, it's not really us um, decompressing. But some people say, oh, I'll just browse through my Instagram because I'm decompressing from like a stressful day. When in fact, you're actually adding so much more stress. <laughs> You know what? What you said made me think back because um, I follow a lot of, well, say, uh, artsy, aesthetically pleasing accounts on Instagram. So that, parang, that's my mindset that if I feel that I need a break, I'm just going to scroll through it, look at nice pictures. Yeah, yeah. And then parang, at the end of the day, the week, the while, <laughs> I realize that, why am I so tired? <laughs> no, no, man. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get it. Um, but sometimes, cause I think there's a threshold for it. Um, 
it's mm-hmm. one thing to inspire you or to de-stress you, but when you consume so much of it, I think it start uh, it starts to stress you out, and it starts to form um like I don't know if this happens to you, but it starts to form like some sort of a want, like. Why is my like why is my room not looking anything like that? Right. My, why are my things not as nice as that? Diba? So I think that's what we struggle with to find like that that sweet spot, that balance. Mm-mm. You know what? That is so right. That is so true. I am very guilty of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even I am. I mean, there are days like, oh my God, I spent so much time scrolling through my um Instagram. And like, I have to remind myself lang to like, be better, I guess, tomorrow or to just drop it. Uh, I can't keep on like... Um, punishing myself the man like oh why did you do it again the I mean All right. you just have All to accept right. the fact I think that's part of mindfulness just accept the fact that you did it and try to find mm-hmm. ways to um be to adjust to it or to be better at it um yeah with of course kindness to yourself yeah, as you mentioned, this is the time where you should be kind to yourself. But yeah. again, just like being kind to yourself, there's also a balance. You can't be like extremely kind to yourself that you reach the point of <laughs> I know fooling yourself, So true, true. That is so true. Um, wow, it's like the concept of slow living sounds so simple yeah yes, I would say so no. that's why I, I, I tell people that, like I'm not I don't think I'm the epitome of a slow liver but it's really something um I want like I feel like that's what I'm trying my best um to do but it's like this life is far from perfect or far from it <laughs> but as mentioned earlier, we just have to try. Right, right. And hey, you have you are already leaps and bounds ahead from the rest <laughs> of us. And I'm really glad. I feel I can really feel that you're at peace, you're happy. Well, at least you're trying yes. to get to that ultimate peace and happiness that you want right. to have. And I'm really yes. happy. I am happy actually. Um I mean there are, of course, you know, there were days where I'm like, gosh, Anna, I'm still like traveling or living, <laughs> living where I used to live and, you know, things are so and so. But then when you think about it at the end of the day, parang I feel like um, I sleep better <laughs> and I, I, I have a more... I guess positive outlook in life. I feel more grateful and I feel more hopeful of the things that are about to come. Right, right. Very well said. It's it's really nice. Like, yeah, it's like I'm on that it's so nice like um what is your advice to people out there who want to start in the journey of being a slow lever taking one step at a time um i think like i mentioned earlier you just have to try i think it's it's to me it's knowing or understanding who you really are. I think we have to sometimes talk to ourselves, not in a crazy way, okay? But more like, <laughs> talk to ourselves and check in on ourselves. I think we forget this when we live really fast. Um, just to know what mm-hmm. is it that's important to us. Um, each person has a different um, priority or a different goal in life. And... Sometimes we forget what it is um, because we get, um, I guess, persuaded or influenced by other people's 
um, goals or wants, even for us, right? Like, kunyari, our parents want us to marry and have children or be successful or diba, earn X amount of money. Um, but sometimes that's not uh, how we see our lives to be lived. Um, but we believe that that's our goal because we don't take the time to check in on ourselves if that's really what we want. And so I think that right. if you know um, what you want and what truly makes you uh, eternally happy, um, then we always have something to return to. And no matter what we try or no matter how um, astray we go from our values, we always have that one thing to return to. And so that makes us, I think, unafraid to try, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, like you can always try and you can always fail, but you know deep in your heart what... Mm-hmm what you want to achieve or what it is that truly matters to you. So you can always return to that and try something else or try again. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It, thank you for that. Really, thank you for those kind words, that, the heartwarming message. Yeah, thank you for making time for this cat. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I, hope, I, hope I know. I, know. I, I, I fear because like when I talk about it, it gets kind of confusing. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I hope. I hope or I hope that people really understand or see the benefit of it. Um, but I think it it helps if you also read on it. Um, or educate yourself in it, I think it's also very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Like, if you really, well, if you really want something, that usually is, you you try to at least learn more, uh, indulging in it more. And yeah, I, I think slow living is uh, one of the keys that, uh, will help us achieve that well, happiness that we're always wanting to achieve in the future because generally that's why people work hard because they want that yeah. happiness in their future and like yeah yeah, and yeah thank, thank you, you so much it's, yeah. it's well, really I really hope I've encouraged you to live slower I'm gonna do that that five minute thing because honestly my brain is always on overdrive. I think it will help me a lot. That's good. <laughs> and they hope everyone listening will Please, also uh, try to do the same. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, well, five minutes is just quick enough. I think we can make time for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kat, how can uh how can we find you? Please promote yourself. Um, yeah, you can Go follow ahead. me on Instagram. It's at slowfolks.ph or check my uh, website www.slowfolksph.com. Um, I'm also available um in Art Drop, and if you're from uh, not from the Philippines, my work is also available through Society Six, and yeah, that's it. Or you can sign up on my newsletter <laughs> that I'm still working on. Oh, yeah. So. I'm looking forward to that newsletter then. I, get, I, I, I hope that we can get an intro into how we can get along with the slow, yeah, yeah. slow well, living. Well, I, I'm not sure that I'm like the best teacher for it, but um, I'll, I'll try my best to, you know, still continue encouraging people to... to um, this movement that I wish more people um, live by. Right, right. Um, you know what? In terms of teaching, yes, an expert is a great teacher, but someone who has gone ahead and tried the stuff that uh, works or not, and someone like you, like for example, who's, st- um, who's already ahead of doing slow living but is still learning it's also a great teacher in a way because you can still relate to us you still know what's going through with us and you have first-hand experience on 
how to overcome it. So yeah, I think your newsletter <laughs> will be great and looking Thank forward you, to Amar. signing up to it. Right. Thank you so much. And yeah, guys, if you are still here, you're still listening to this very insightful and very calm and fun episode. Thank you so much. If you have any questions for me or for Kat, please do message us at Mabuhay Maximum on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I hope you had fun listening. I hope uh, within the day, let's do some meditation and try to take a break. And yes, try to live slow one day at a time. Thank you very much for listening. This is MR Maximo with Miss Miss Cat of Slow Folks PH. You are listening to Mabuhay Maxima. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye now.